want to welcome everyone to the service. So glad you're here. This is Scripture Sunday. Amen. We're going to uh, hear a great report from our Brother Dan Humble this morning about what's going on with Beacon of Truth. And then he's going to do a little preaching. Amen. And we're going to do a little singing. So that means you've got to listen and participate. All right. So let's stand, if you will. We certainly want to welcome everyone, all of our honored guests. We're grateful for them being here. And God is so good to us today. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just want you to know that, Lord, we love you and we thank you for the privilege that we have to, Lord, be in your house, to, Lord, fellowship with your people. And most of all, just want to thank you for the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ, that is full, that is free. And, Lord, may you just speak to hearts today. May you be honored and glorified by uh, all that is uh, done this day. And, Lord, may we, Lord, through the preaching, singing, point people to Jesus Christ. And, Lord, all that he can accomplish for them uh, this day. And, Lord, we just commit ourselves to you. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother Tony. Take your hymnal and go to page 359. 359. We'll sing all three verses. All three verses. Sing them over again to me, wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty seem, wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty, teach me faith and duty. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Christ the Blessed One gives to all wonderful words of life. Senderless to the loving call, wonderful words of life. Also freely given, wooing us to heaven, beautiful words. Wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Sweetly echo the gospel call, wonderful words of life. Offer pardon and peace to all, wonderful words of life. Jesus only said, Sanctify forever, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Amen. Amen. And you can be seated. Yes. Beautiful is wonderful because it's the Word of God. Amen. Amen. And uh, I like the little verse up there, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And P.P. Uh, Bliss, I believe he's the one that uh, died in the train wreck. Uh, when it got out, went back in to save his wife, I believe. Is that right? Y'all remember that? And then perished. And, uh, but God used him to write some wonderful songs. And that's a good one, amen? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer for the offering. And how about Brother Frankie lead us in prayer for the offering, please? Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes.
go to page 334. 334. Just remain seated. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. The whole world was lost in the darkness of sin. The light of the world is Jesus. Like sunshine at noonday, His glory shone in. The light of the world is Jesus. Come to the light, tis shining for thee. Sweetly the light has dawned upon me. Once I was blind, but now I can see. The light of the world is Jesus. No darkness have we who in Jesus abide. The light of the world is Jesus. We walk in the light when we follow our God. The light of the world is Jesus. Come to the light, tis shining for thee. Sweetly the light has dawned upon me. Once I was blind, but now I can see. The light of the world is Jesus. No need of the sunlight in heaven, we're told. The light of that world is Jesus. The Lamb is the light in the city of gold. The light of the world is Jesus. Come to the light, tis shining for thee. Sweetly the light has dawned upon me. Once I was blind, but now I can see. The light of the world is Jesus. Amen. That's another PP Bliss song right there.
I'm, I'm victorious this morning. Why? Not because of me, but because of Jesus Christ. Uh, everything he did on Calvary, my dear friend, secured our victory uh, for the present day and for the future. Thank God for that. Amen. Let's stand, if you will. We're going to sing a chorus, and uh, then we're going to shake hands. Amen. It wasn't 674. <laughs> Everybody ought to know. If you want to get your hymnal, though, you can turn to page 288, because we're not just going to sing the refrain here. We're going to sing the first verse with it. So, 288. Everybody ought to know. Sing it through and then shake hands. Everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know. in your seats, let's sing the refrain through. Everybody ought to know, everybody ought to know, everybody ought to know who Jesus is. Amen. You can be saved. Yeah, you, you stop that song right there, you've we got to tell him who he is, right? He's a lily of the valley, the bright morning star. We can't stop it right there. We just got to keep on going with it. Uh, I told him to just sing the first part of that. I messed up on that. We're sorry about that. Well, take your bulletin, if you would, please. And while you're getting that out, I want to uh, read this invitation to you. This is for um, Abigail and Mitchell. 
And so together with their families, I invite you to join them in their celebration of marriage, May 17th, 2024, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, New Freedom Baptist Church, 415 6th Avenue, Stanford, no, just kidding, <laughs> Mobridge, South Dakota. <laughs> so, um, so I know it's a little uh, long ways to travel, but uh, you could be praying for them, thinking about them. Uh, if you do wish to go, we've got some things right here, some RSV things, RSVP times and things, but uh, they are registered at Amazon and Walmart. And, uh, and so if you'd like to go on there, uh, and uh, I don't know what's under, but if you just look for Abigail and Mitchell, uh, I'm sure it's under there like that, right? Okay, so um, uh, Abigail and Mitchell are registered at Amazon and Walmart. And so uh, if you want to do something for them, that'd be a great thing to do, to help them out a little bit. That'd be wonderful. So remember that. We'll announce that again to remind you. But look in the uh, bulletin, if you would, please, choir practice at 430. And, uh, and appreciate all the folks who uh, got involved yesterday and uh, helped assemble the scriptures. I think we did how many yesterday? Just shy of 9,000 <laughs> is what we did. And, um, and so we were shooting for that, and uh, that's, that's what we had. So praise the Lord for that, and a lot of folks got involved. And how many of you guys have ever uh, been here to, and got involved in Scripture assembly? Would you, sta- would you stand? Would you raise your hand? Stand with me. Would you, just for a moment, if you got involved at some point, that's a lot of hands touching Scripture. So you can be seated. If you haven't, listen, maybe next time you can get involved. And uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of, I mean, we're correlating scriptures and they're uh, stuffing scriptures in the covers and folding the covers and folding the scriptures and then stapling the scriptures and, and they take them back uh, and they cut them and then they ship them. And so I uh, appreciate all the folks who got involved yesterday and then in the past and then uh, you folks in the future, be good to get involved and get, get your hands on the Bible and uh, get it to different places. Uh, this is going to Sri Lanka. And so it was actually English yesterday, and, um, but we put together Spanish before. And so appreciate Brother Dan and Brother Dan being here, and Brother Matt helping us. And so be praying for Brother Dan as he preaches today. And then uh, be praying for our missions conference. So that begins uh, next Sunday. And so um, it's, we're having three church planners come in. And, of course, we'll have a speaker, and uh, Brother Chuck Harding. Uh, and so be praying for him as he comes in and uh, emphasizes on missions. And Brother Chuck Harding's a, um, a very knowledgeable on uh, the Constitution and America and a lot of things like that. And so looking forward to having him speak. And so um, be praying about that. And we'll have our regular services uh, on Sunday morning. We'll have Sunday school re- regular hour and uh, Brother Harding will be speaking. And then we'll have our 11 o'clock hour, Brother Harding will be speaking. And then uh, we'll have a big dinner on the ground. So we're uh, just doing everything American. And so if we'll bring you, uh, Miss Robin, what do you think? A, a side, a dessert, and a, um, a meat. A meat, a side, and dessert. And uh, that'd be helpful. And so uh, we'll have a fellowship, and then we won't have an evening service on Sunday night. We're having a 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 o'clock. And we'll have a missionary presenting each night, a church planner. We've got a church planner in New York, a church planner to Canada, and then a church planner right here in Virginia. And so uh, they'll be presenting their work, and then Brother um, Harding will be preaching every night. So be praying about that if you would, please. Be praying for all that's going on downstairs. We're emphasizing missions with all the young people. Uh, all month long, and so be praying for all of that if you would please, and try to be faithful in the missions conference, and, um, and be praying about your faith promise. We we'll have faith promise cards out, and if you, maybe you're not uh, involved in giving to missions, this is something above your tithe and offering, uh, pray, pray what God would allow you to get in, involved in and be given to that, all right? Uh, we'll, we're doing our Easter egg uh, fundraiser, and so peanut butter chocolate covered eggs, so if you're interested in one of those, we'll deliver those on the 21st. And then Fill America event, the 23rd through the 6th of April. And so that's basically, we're just passing out gospel tracts and working at it, paying attention to it. And then be praying for our Rally in the Valley and Easter Sunday. We'll say more about those things uh, in the future. But happy birthday uh, this week to Katie and Daphne. Uh, Katie's got a birthday, Katie Rohr, on Monday. And then Daphne on Thursday. So congratulations to them. And I mentioned these, uh, this Sharper Than Iron conference for the young people. So you can be thinking about this date. And so it's going to be um, April... The 12th and 13th, that's a Friday, we'll go up to Timberidge Bible Camp uh, after school, after work that evening, uh, be there for a meeting that evening, and then all day Saturday, and so uh, the cost is $25, and so we'll get a sign-up sheet, they're talking about it in blast downstairs, if you've been thinking about that, and then we put a sign-up sheet down here um, for the rafting trip, we're going to be going uh, whitewater rafting in June, <clears throat> and so we're going to hook up with uh, People's Baptist Church and take a group, uh, whitewater rafting. And so we're just trying to get an interest in, in, and make sure that we've got enough spaces for that. And so if you'd sign up for that, if you're interested, this is not a commitment, but if you're interested, so we can at least have an idea of who wants to go. All right, and this is not, a, uh, like I said, a major 
um, at, at the river where they're dropping out the water off the lake in Summersfield. But this is some good rapids, and it's uh, 13 and up. You have to be age 13 and up to go. And so if you've got any questions about that, see us and sign up on that sheet. All right, why don't you stand with us one more time, and Brother Tony's going to come lead us in one more song. Page 340. <clears throat> 340. We're going to sing verses 1 and 4. 1 and 4. My faith has found a resting place, not in device nor creed. I trust the ever-living one, his wounds for me shall plead. I need no other argument, I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Verse 4. My great physician heals the sick, the lost he came to save. For me his precious blood he shed, for me his life he gave. I need no other argument, I need no other plea. That Jesus died and that he died for me. You can be seated. Amen. Well, if you will, you can get your Bibles ready in just a few minutes. Brother Dan Hummel's going to come and preach for us. There's one thing about Dan Hummel that uh, is always outstanding. When I was in Tennessee Temple University and I worked in a chapel with a fellow by the name of Danny Harvey. And uh, every Saturday, we'd go up to the mountain and visit and uh, get to church and so forth ready. And first time I ever went with him, he said, now, I want you to know something. When you get to the mountain, you'll be on praying ground. Yeah, and I was. He drove like Jehu. Amen. I mean, wild and furious, he did. Had a Volkswagen, so, yeah, that probably had a lot to do with it. But Brother Dan Humble, when, you, when you're around Dan Humble, it's one thing about it. You'll realize that uh, he loves and he has a passion for what he does, and that's getting the Word of God around the world. And over the years that I have been with Brother Dan, there's one thing I know. There's no end to it, no end to the, the propagating of the gospel and getting the Word of God around. And uh, it's, it's always a privilege to be with him. It's always a privilege to... Uh, the board meetings aren't that great. I mean, you know, they're necessary evil, but uh, it's always one thing about it. Uh, he'll keep you on praying ground if you let him. Amen. And for that, I'm very thankful. And it's our privilege to have Brother Dan Hummel this morning. And uh, you be praying for his dear wife. She's sick. She cannot be here this morning. And uh, you be praying for him, if you will. All right. But before he comes and preaches, these ladies are going to sing for us this Is to God in the bad 
still good in the night. We talk of faith when we're up on the mountain, but talk comes easy when life said it's best. It's down in the valley of trust and that's what faith is really put to the test for the God on the mountain is still God in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right and the God of the good times is still God When the blessings are flowing and the power is real and the presence of God is felt everywhere, that's a wonderful place to be. Uh, that's shouting ground right there. But can you shout in the valley? When the darkness of night has set in, when the hurts of life are troubling you and bothering you, and the plaguing of the mind is present with you, can you still look up and say, He's still God? He's on the mountain, he's in the valley, and the promise of the Lord, I'll never, never leave you, and I won't forsake you. Boy, I tell you, that's shouting ground right there. My mule just about got loose on that one. I have to tell you, that's one of my favorite songs, and it means an awful lot to me, so I appreciated that ever, ever so much. Well, it's uh, good to be back to Victory Baptist Church. I guess it's been about a year since we've been here, but uh, Preacher and I have been knowing each other for, well, uh, about that many years. Uh, it's, it's getting close to 50 years, I'll tell you that right here. But uh, he's been a dear friend, a precious friend, and this church means an awful lot uh, to us as well. We've got a number of friends that we've known over the years uh, that are sitting in this auditorium right now. Uh, we've walked mountaintops together. We've walked valleys together. And one thing we've learned, he's God everywhere. Never forsaken you, never throwing you under the bus, always there with his promise to, to sustain the very things that you need in life. Well, things are falling apart here. It's just kind of like my body, you know. I've learned this, the older you get, the less you realize, or the more you realize, <laughs> the aches and pains are coming whether you want them or whether you don't. Uh, I tried to get up of that chair between uh, Sunday school and between church, and boy, I'll tell you, didn't want to move very fast. But we appreciate ever so much the opportunity to be with you. What was done yesterday uh, was a great blessing. Eight, just a little shy of 9,000 scriptures uh, that were put together that will be going over to Sierra Leone, Africa and being distributed there. And uh, we'll be sending a whole container over there of the, the Roman booklets uh, along with whole Bibles uh, for those people. We get them saved, give them a Bible, help them to grow in the good things of the Lord. Uh, you can't grow without the Bible. Can't grow without church. Can't grow without that daily encounter with the Lord. So we want to get them to the Lord and we want them to get them into the Word of God. And so we need both. We have a, a truckload going out probably about 3 o'clock this morning uh, that will be headed to Brazil, Indiana that will be shipped down to uh, Brownsville, Texas and then into Mexico and various parts down there. It'll have over a half a million of the Roman booklets on it in the Spanish language. It'll have about 10,000 Bibles on that uh, truckload as well. And uh, they'll be given to the people. No charge to them. 
Do you know what it's like to get your first copy of God's Word that you've never had before? What an experience. So we thank the Lord that God has raised up our ministry to do that very thing. And for churches like this that are involved with us and helping us uh, get the Word of God out. This year, January, February, uh, we've already printed over one million of the Roman booklets in the Spanish language and some in the English language as well. Over one million of them in January and February. And uh, we've also uh, done uh, 26,000 uh, whole Spanish Bibles. We've also done 26,000 English New Testaments. That's just January and February. I can't wait to see if the Lord tarries is coming, what the end of this year is going to have uh, for our ministry. In addition to that, we're getting ready to launch our building program. Uh, we're adding another 3,000 square feet to our building in Bedford, Pennsylvania. Uh, just pray for that. The steel is to be delivered on Wednesday. And uh, the Lord willing, the construction will begin on Monday. And uh, they say that in about six weeks, uh, we'll have that building complete and in. But I know contractors. No reflection on contractors here today. I know we have a number of them. Uh, so we, we just kind of take that with a grain of salt. Uh, I'll let you know when we're in. But uh, I hope it is in before the Lord comes anyhow. But we're looking forward to that greatly needed and uh, trusting the Lord to meet every need. Uh, the building's going to cost us about 325000 uh, we've already raised just a little shy of 300000 and uh, so we need almost 30000 in order to complete the project. And I know the Lord has brought us this far by faith, and the Lord is going to take us home by faith as well. We heard a great Sunday school lesson this morning and challenge from the preacher uh, on Elijah and the barrel of meal and how God honored that. And uh, then we went over to the book of Romans and, and uh, heard about the struggle, the battle that we face every day. By the way, if you miss Sunday school, you miss something. You have to get up in the morning and go to church anyhow, so you might as well make it a little bit earlier and hit Sunday school as well. <clears throat> Amen, preacher. I, I, I haven't started preaching yet. We'll get there in just a moment. But uh, we appreciate everything so much that uh, the Lord has blessed us with. Don't forget to go by our, our book table. Uh, we have several items that are available out there. This is the book of Psalms. Uh, all of the Psalms in this little pocket edition. And uh, there's a place in the, in the uh, uh, back that will tell you where to go for certain things that you might need to read and uh, encouraging verses. Uh, those are available out there. Uh, here's a handy little tool that I believe the Lord is really using. Uh, sermon notes. Who preached it? When they preached it? And uh, the notes that go along with it. Uh, that's available out there. And here's probably the hottest item that's out there. It's my little book on prayer. I've learned God answers prayer. I feel a shout coming on right there. I've learned God answers prayer. This whole ministry has been based upon prayer and talking to God about getting out his word. And I'm so thankful that the Lord has honored that, blessed that, and continues to use that for his honor and for his glory. Well, I had a message in mind that I was going to preach, and I've been thinking about it all week long. And uh, the Lord pulled the plug on that. Now, you preachers, you know what that's like. And uh, when, I, when I heard the Sunday school lesson and uh, I heard the preacher's challenge this morning, uh, the Lord just kind of nudged my heart a little bit and said, I don't want you to preach what you were planning on preaching. I want you to preach what I'm planning on preaching. And I think the best thing to do is preach what he once preached. So I'd like you to take your Bibles this morning and go to the book of James, the book of James chapter 1, a very familiar passage of Scripture that I want to share with you this morning. The Lord has laid a few things on my heart about this that I trust will be a, a real blessing and challenge to you. The book of James chapter 1, when you find your place, if at all possible, would you stand in respect to the precious Word of God? The book of James chapter number 1. You know, the book of James is a very practical book. Uh, it deals with the trials of life. 
Uh, it deals with the tongue and how you need to control it. It deals with temptation and how we need to face it. All of those things are dealt with in the book of James. But there's also this important and valuable portion of Scripture that deals how we treat the Word of God and how we receive or how we reject the Word of God. So James tells us, beginning in verse number 21, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into that perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. I'm sure when you got up this morning and looked in the mirror, you decided that there was something that you needed to do about that. And quite frankly, I'm thankful that we all did. Because we sure don't look like we did when we got up this morning. Could I have a hearty amen on that one? There was adjustments that had to be made. There was curls that had to be curled. And there was whiskers that had to be shaved. And just all kind of things that had to take place in order for you to come and be presentable in the house of the Lord this morning. And I'm very, very grateful that we all took care of those things before we got here. The same thing is true here. When you come to the Word of God, there's some adjustments that need to be made. There, there's some decisions that need to occur. There's some alterations that must be taken care of if you're going to receive and you're going to take to heart what God has for you. This one thing I know, from the front of this church where I am standing, to the back of this church, this auditorium, God has something for you. You better not miss it. Or you'll miss out on what the Lord really wanted for you. Going to have a word of prayer and then we'll bring the message the Lord has laid upon my heart. Father, we thank you for your love and we thank you that you're God of the mountain, you're God of the valley, you're God all the time. And how we thank you for that. And I pray as we open our Bibles today, the Spirit of God will lead us, direct us, and help us to uplift the Lord Jesus. I pray that you'd save the lost, encourage and bless your children. Lord, we need you today. And I pray for your power to work in and through my life. And I'll thank you for what you do because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I want to bring a, a message this morning on how we ought to receive the Word of God. I believe it's very clear in this passage of Scripture that there's some adjustments and changes and alterations that need to be made in order to really receive what God has for us. Someone once said, what you do with the Bible determines what God is going to do with you. How we relate to the Word of God, how we respond to the Word of God, what we do with the Word of God is going to determine how God is going to deal with you and how He's going to deal with me. It's very tragic how some people really treat their Bibles. I need to take a drink. I, I really hate to do this in front of you. If you need one, you can come up and share my bottle. i just put that right there in case you need it. Why would a, a Christian not read his Bible? Why, why would a Christian not study his Bible? Why, why would a Christian not obey his Bible? Why, why would a Christian not share with others that need to hear what the Bible has to say? We're talking about born-again believers, and a lot of them, a lot of people that claim to know Christ as their Savior, neglect their Bibles. Think back over the past week. 
How many trips did you make to the Word of God? Oh, we make trips to the meal table. And we do that more than one time a day. We make other trips that are very, very necessary in life. But how many trips do we make to the Word of God? Uh, True disciples are people that hear what God is saying. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 85, and in verse number 8, I will hear what God, the Lord, will speak. And then he makes this statement. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. You know what that word folly means? Stupidity. You better hear what God is saying to you, or you're going to turn to stupidity. You're going to choose a direction in life that is contrary to what God has said in his word. That's why we need the Bible. That's where people around the world really need the word of God. (coughs) Take another drink. I think I said to you before, I spent all this money so I could see. I'm not sure whether they have new throats that you can apply for. But there's times, especially this time of the year, uh, that I start having difficulty with my voice all the pollen and all the stuff that goes along with it. But true disciples hear what God has to say. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you intently listen to hear what God has to say to you. That'd be a good place to say amen right there. I've said to you before, if I have to do the amen and the preaching, it costs twice as much. Not only does a true disciple hear what God is saying, but a true disciple loves the Word of God. The Bible tells us in Psalm 119, what a tremendous, powerful chapter in God's Word. In verse number 97, the psalmist said this, Oh, how I love thy law. Do you love your Bible? Would you like to try to get along in life without your Bible? There's people in this world that have never seen one verse of Scripture translated in their language. They've never read the Bible. Now creation tells us there's a God. Someone made all of this. Don't tell me you're an atheist and drive a car. Don't tell me you're an atheist and you look at a watch. Somebody made that. And and don't tell me you're an atheist and look in creation and say there's no God. But you know what creation can't tell you? How to know that God. Oh, you can admit there's a maker behind it. Someone put this all together. But only the Bible will tell you how to know that God. A true disciple is one that obeys God's word. He hears it. He loves it. He obeys it. That's a true disciple. The Bible says in Psalms 119 and in verse number 33, Teach me thy ways of thy statutes, and I'll keep it unto the end. Is that the way you come to church? (coughs) You want to hear it? You love it? You can't wait to put it into operation in your life? And, And before you even leave, you make the adjustments that are necessary in order to put into action what you heard in that morning message or that evening message or that Wednesday night Bible study or in that Sunday school class. You can't wait to put it into operation because you love the Word of God and you praise God for what He's given to you. A true disciple also is an individual that hungers for God's Word. The Bible tells us in Psalms 40 and verse number 1, As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. I can't get enough of it. How about you? I I want more and more of it. I'm not satisfied with what the Lord gave me yesterday. I need something fresh and powerful and wonderful and exciting today. Guess where I find it? In the book. In the book. And that's a a true disciple and follower of Jesus Christ. But how do we receive all of that? If we're truly followers of Jesus Christ, what is necessary in order to get and receive 